Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life, or lack of it, affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich. For those of you who are brand new to The Pleasure Zone, I want to welcome you, and you probably have no idea who I am or anything about me, so to uh, kick off the show and the story of my life, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I, in my daily practice, my life and my business, I work with bodies, I work with people. Um, and when I say that I work with bodies, I specifically do body work that actually starts to um, create more ease in people's bodies and also alleviate a lot of uh, stress and tension uh, from a type of body work that is somatic body work. So it releases from the nervous system, the skeletal system, um, all the way, you know, through the whole body. So the work, uh, some of the work I do, one of the things is called the mitzvah technique, which is a very unique type of somatic body work. There are like 10 of us on the planet who do it, and uh, maybe 15 on a good day. And um, another work I do, uh, I do a lot of different energy works, and one of the most fun ones um, that I have found so far is something called the bars from Access Consciousness, which is an incredible body of work in itself, Access Consciousness. And the work that I, I do with that is a lot of the different energy works with Access Consciousness, along with um, Access has uh, ways to verbally clear things, which is a lot of fun for me too. So during this show, you might hear uh, references or clearings. Uh, you may or may not. Um, one of the things that Access Consciousness uh, has inspired me to do a lot more of is ask a lot of questions. And so you might have noticed that the title of today's show is, Are You Willing to Flirt with the Universe? And so in that, uh, that is a question, right? So that's, that's a question that maybe a few years ago I wouldn't be asking for of the universe, but now, um, now it's totally coming up. So um, if you guys are hearing things in the background, that's because I'm getting to do the show from my kitchen today. So welcome to my home, welcome to my life. You're going to hear stuff like water running and all kinds of things going on in the background. Um, so welcome. <laughs> you don't get to hear that on every show with me, so today's special. Um, I just wanted to kind of um, talk a little bit about, on this particular show, I wanted to talk about... Um, flirting in general, and flirting with the universe, because I find um, that sometimes we have made flirting something that is personal that we only do with people or animals, maybe. I know people, I, I flirt with puppies and call them cute and cats and birds and all kinds of stuff. I'm actually a chronic flirt, and the funniest thing about it is I, until the other night, I had not actually considered flirting with the universe. I'd considered asking the universe things. I'd considered making demandments of the universe. Um, 
I'd considered a lot of other things, but flirting with the universe is something that I hadn't considered. Um, it was actually, it came up in, so one of the things that I do along with this body work and energy work is I also do uh, different kinds of psychic readings. And one of the women I was reading for, um, there was this uh, really cool energy that came up and the words I could put to it was flirting with the universe. And I thought, holy cow, I'm going to do my radio show on that. So I want to thank her. Thank you, Leslie Hall, for that fabulous um, contribution because it really actually expanded a lot for me playing with that. Even just saying it out loud um, when I was working with her really expanded uh, something in my world that was a lot of fun. And playing with the whole concept of the possibility of flirting with the universe uh, was just so, so fun for me. So I, you know, for some of you, you may be like, I don't even want to flirt. Like, flirting's weird. Flirting gets you into situations that you maybe don't want to be in. You just thought you were flirting. The next thing you know, you've got people following you home or harassing you. Like, So for those of you who have the point of view that uh, flirting only can ever lead to something that you don't want, so you stop flirting. Um, we really look at that energy of that, like, is that true? Is it possible that you could actually flirt to create your life instead of um, creating, uh, you know, maybe um, limitations or havoc in your life, havoc in a way that isn't fun? So if you'd be willing to consider, even for a minute, the possibility of uh, flirting with anything, um, start with people or pets even, um, even considering the possibility of flirting with people or pets, and then looking at what that would be like and what if there was no expectation. So if you flirt with a cat, you know, and you're like, hi, pretty kitty, how are you? And then as a response, so to me I know I'm flirting when my body gets turned on or their body gets turned on, or I'm turned on by their turned on body, or they're turned on by my turned on body. So that'll happen with animals as well. That doesn't mean that they have to be sexually aroused. A body can be turned on and that it's happy, joyful. And, it, you know, I find that when bodies are turned on, they have this natural tendency to um, move closer to each other, or they, you know, desire touch in some way. The desire is something that's more of a uh, of an effect. Um, not affection, but I guess that's the best way I could describe it. So, um, yeah, so that is something to um, start with. Start with maybe animals so that you are not uh, feeling like when you're flirting that there is something that's going to lead somewhere that you're not ready to go to. You know, whether that's you know, you're not ready to have the relationship, but you just want to flirt or whatever that happens to be, you might start to find out that if you're, you know, allowing yourself to have your barriers down, what is that? Like, what are those barriers? Now, so barriers are these things we put up so that we don't have to feel anything, which is a lie anyway, uh, or we think we're going to protect ourselves or we Whatever that is, you know, we create these barriers so that we stop ourselves from actually receiving usually pain or sadness 
Um, we don't usually put up barriers to stop us from receiving joy. But the funniest thing about barriers is they don't know why they're in place. They're just there and they're working to stop energy for you, whether it's joy or sadness or happiness um, or fun or play. They don't have a point of view what they're stopping. They just know they're, they're just going to you know, slow it down, cut it down. So number one, bring your barriers down and start to allow yourself to even acknowledge the beauty, whether it's the beauty in animals or flowers or people. So acknowledge the beauty around you. And when you start to acknowledge the beauty, you can then allow yourself to say, um, start to be really present with this thing. So for me, um, in order to see beauty in anything, I require myself to be present with it. Because there are times where, you know, you can be really possibly frustrated or annoyed. But if you become present with whatever, um, say your kid, say you're really frustrated with your kid or your spouse. And um, if you become really, really present with yourself and then with the other person or animal or whatever, when you start to become really present, you'll start to see the beauty in them. And a lot of the stuff that's frustrating you or annoying you will actually just start to fall away, fizzle away and change. Um, it's, it's something that I think when we, when we start to kind of like lose it, say, um, that's when people lose it, I say that instead of that, we're not like losing ourselves and we're not losing our cool. What we might be doing is we're choosing not to be present. So maintaining presence is definitely uh, one of the key things in order to even begin to flirt. So I get that for some of you who maybe didn't know if they could flirt or couldn't flirt, that there are actually like a lot of things that can be holding you back from considering flirting. So if it's flirting with people, you might be considering, like, I'm not going to put my barriers down, I'm not going to acknowledge their beauty, and I'm definitely not going to be present, because if I do, and then if I ask the person out or something, they could reject me, and then being that vulnerable can be devastating, right? However, when your barriers are down, and you are willing to acknowledge the beauty and everything, and you are being totally present. The next part would be to have no point of view whatsoever about the response to either your actions or you as a being. So having no point of view about the actions or the response to you uh, will actually allow you to start to be willing to ask for anything and everything. And if that means asking for something and then you get a no, it's the willingness to get a no is, is really, can be really key, along with the willingness to get a yes. So if you have no point of view about what you're asking for, if you have no point of view about whether you'll be given a yes or you'll be given a no, um, and you're willing to ask for anything, you just might find that you start to receive more, especially having those barriers down. Acknowledging the beauty in it all can certainly start to contribute a lot and being present. 
Now, how does this all relate? I mean, there's more to it as well. Okay, so I'll kind of go through that, and then I'll go through how I would do that with the universe. So, so then you, you know, the willingness to say yes or no, and the willingness to have no point of view, and also not buying rejection as real, right? So people will make rejection the number one reason why they're not going to flirt or even approach somebody or ask anything. They don't want to be given a no. And a lot of times they don't want to be given a yes because in their entire lives they've never received anything they've asked for. Mind you, probably in their entire lives they've also never been really willing to have their barriers down and they've probably never been willing to receive a yes or a no. So in receiving either of those, um, you know, can be shocking if you've never received one before. If you've never received a yes in your whole life and people have told you no forever, then receiving a yes may be just as shocking to your system as receiving a no if you've received yeses your whole life. So what if um, those so-called shocks to the system could be really more like a feather touch? Um, They could be really gentle. They could be like a whisper and it's just like, yeah, no, it's okay. I'm not choosing that. Uh, a friend of mine who has a radio show on this station as well, Danielle Carter, uh, had mentioned to me that she thought it was really cool that I have this capacity to just ask for whatever um, and have not a huge point of view about receiving no's. Um, for, uh, for certain things, I'm absolutely willing to ask, and it's like if I get a no, it's no big deal. Um, one of, If you guys have ever listened to this show, you'll know that one of my favorite things to do is um, when I meet people is to just hold their bodies and in holding their bodies I really like to hold bums like a lot so um, generally I ask for permission sometimes the hand slips you know that happens but that's usually when I know the person so if I say hey how are you can I hold your bum and the person says no I'll be like okay cool like it's not it's not the end of my world it's not a rejection um you know, they're just not choosing it. And yes, they might think I'm crazy. And yet whatever it is that they're thinking, cool, those are their thoughts, feelings, and emotions. They might not even be. They may have been things they adopted from somebody else at some other time. Could even be from another lifetime. It's irrelevant where it's coming from. It's that it's not yours, and you don't have to take it personal. Not only do you not have to take it personal, it's you don't have to take it as a rejection. You can just say, cool, they're not choosing it. It's not. It's not the end of the world. The thing is, we make no's sometimes, the the so-called rejection, we make it so big it can be all-consuming. So when we come back from break, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the willingness to receive a yes and a no, and then how we can translate that over to the universe and how that can actually change a lot for us in all areas of our lives when we come back from break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show, with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life. 
and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S., Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich. And uh, for those of you who are just joining us right now, um, the topic tonight is, are you willing to flirt with the universe? And I know this is the pleasure zone, and usually our topics are sex-related and um, body-related, confidence, that sort of thing, um, you know, different sexual things um, throughout history, throughout uh, the world. Tonight, I was like, let's go make it big, and we're going to take it to the universe. And not only are we taking it to the universe, it's like, how can we um, have more fun playing with the universe. So really ask you guys, like, what is flirting to you? Like, what does it mean to you? Um, if you've made flirting very, very significant, like it's a thing that you have to master and be really good at, um, you know, it's not, oh, I'm a natural flirt. You know, I say that a lot. And what if actually everybody is born a natural flirt? I've watched I've never seen a baby who doesn't flirt. Um, so I watch babies do it all the time. My daughter was one of the biggest flirts I ever saw um, at the age of like six days old. She would swoon when people would come in and kiss her. It was like watching some kind of southern drama. It was amazing. So for those of you who think, no, I'm not a flirt, I don't feel confident enough, you know, my body is not attractive, nobody's going to say yes to me, oh, everybody always flirts with me, I'm so sick and tired of that energy, blah, 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 there can be both polar sides of those um, trains, you know, and, you know, you could be at the back end of that train or the front end of that train, whatever it is, uh, you could have, like, a lot of polarity going on with, um, yes, you'd like to flirt or no, you wouldn't like to flirt for various reasons. So, I'd really encourage you to look at what it means to you because if you've made it extremely significant to flirt or not to flirt, um, that in itself can actually start to um, 
kind of start to be a limitation in a way in that you, if you think you have to flirt in order to get what you want, then you'll never allow yourself to actually be any other energy that could actually create something completely different or something more or generate more uh, in your life. And if you've decided that you can never flirt because the last time you did such and such happened or last time you did there was rejection or whatever, then if you're not willing to flirt at all, then you know you can again be shutting off your receiving. So flirting for me, has a lot to do with the willingness to receive and the willingness to be whatever energy is required in order to get what you desire. So truly to me, that's what flirting is. If you're in a restaurant and your waiter or waitress is like being slow or not really being present or acknowledging you, or what if you flirted with them, got their attention, and then they would actually remember your order. They'd actually feel like a desire to come back and bring your food or see if you require anything. It's like when you give people your barriers down, when you give them that, and when you give them um, the acknowledgement of the beauty that they be, they tend to be willing to contribute to you more than if you have your barriers up and you're like, those idiots, I can't believe they're not giving me, they're not coming on time, and they're, you know, give them that energy. Most people are, like, going to give you an F you back in your face instead of um, barriers down. Hi, how are you? Oh, my God, thank you so much for being our waitress today. You know, how many times do people who are in those kinds of um, service job positions even get people who are grateful for them? So I think gratitude also comes into play a lot with flirting, um, you know, acknowledging the beauty in somebody is also the gratitude for the for who they be. It's like, I'm so grateful for you that I can acknowledge the beauty in you. Now, if you're not willing to be grateful for somebody, it's very tricky to see any of the beauty in them, isn't it? Like, just check that out for yourself. So I know that um, I've I've watched, like I was saying earlier, like I've watched babies naturally flirt their way to many things, you know, um, lots of attention, food, all kinds of stuff, money. I've watched my daughter flirt herself into money. And I know that it's a possibility. Like we, as people, even though we don't have baby bodies, can still be that um, that kind of exuberant expression of joy and life um, that, you know, not all babies are, but some some babies are, but most babies do flirt. Um, I say not all babies are because some babies actually are, are so freaking aware when they're born that they're kind of like not always so joyful, happy. They're kind of like, yeah, I can't believe I chose this, you know? So they have a different a- approach or a different point of view of um, being here on the planet. So, you know, it's not to say that all children will have that, but chances are they'll still know and be willing to flirt in order to get um, whatever, because flirting really is essentially just barriers down and the willingness to um, be present. And, uh, you know, most babies are willing to have their barriers down and be present, um, you know, especially with the people that they perceive that they are 
you know, going to be looked after by, you know, somebody's going to look after them, they're going to have their barriers down and be ready to receive. That's the kind of ease and beauty of it. Now, if we take that same energy, barriers down, willingness to receive, we take that same energy and we're like, hey, universe, how are you? You know, if the universe is, say, your lover, your, um, could be your child, could be a pet, you know, so take whatever that is that you're normally used to flirting with, take that that same kind of like fun expression of what it's like and if the universe is your lover, what if the universe is like so sexy, um, scrumptious, delightful, interesting, intriguing, um, and, and, you know, that you actually feel compelled to flirt with the universe because it's the universe is such a turn-on for you that you would love to receive more and more and more and more from the universe. So even as I talk about it, I get really excited about the prospects of if I, universe, if I choose to flirt with you on occasion, like, will that make you happy? And it's like the universe is like, hell yeah, like, I, that's the energy I pick up. And it's like if I'm if I'm willing, you know, as crazy and weird as it might be, what if that's actually something the universe has been asking for? Us to bring our barriers down, us to be present with it, us to acknowledge the beauty in it and go, hey, how you doing? What contribution can I be to you tonight? You know, if you were to walk up somebody, say, in a situation at a party maybe, and you said those same words to them, hey, how you doing tonight? You know, what contribution can I be to you and your body? I don't know anybody who would be like, yeah, nothing, frig off. Like, chances are when you're being that energy, you're going to approach somebody who, you know, if you're willing to be aware, you're going to approach somebody who is like, wow, what a great question. I'm in. I don't even know what the answer is for that, but what contribution can you be to my body? Let's find out. So there is a way that you can be this uh phenomenal gift to your life through flirting whether that's you know receiving a lover receiving more business and what if it's receiving just more acknowledgement of your connection to the universe um you know on so many levels we can be receiving so much more um if we were just willing to you know have maybe a different approach have a different communication or a different conversation uh, with everything uh, in the universe, including the universe, you know. So sometimes we talk about ev- everything in the entire universe, um, you know, and sometimes we forget that everything in it, but not just everything in it, everything it is, and that that is the universe itself. Excuse me if I'm sort of uh, burping while I'm talking. Um, that's what you get for eating chili before going on your show. So... <laughs> Um, what is that? Like, what is, again, I'm going to ask you again because it'll change. So what is flirting to you? What does flirting mean to you and where have you made it significant? So I have a really favorite question that comes from Access Consciousness. It's like, what does flirting mean to you and what do you mean to flirting? And it's really funny because the first time I kind of asked myself, what do I mean to flirting? Um, for me, it was like, without me, flirting would die. <laughs> like There was this, oh, like immediacy to it. There was this urgency that was like, oh, oh my God, I really 
felt like somehow I have this um, thing that sustains flirting on the planet. Now, I know it's not that's not true, and at the same time, I'm aware of how much um, energy was behind it and that it's like when there is that kind of urgency energy, that kind of, oh, wow, if I don't do this, the world's going to fall apart. Um, so if I don't flirt, the world's going to fall apart. And that's, you know, chances are the world isn't going to fall apart if you don't flirt. But what if your world actually does um, become more expansive and ease-filled? Oh, I, I so, so would love to just, like, put that out there to you, to really play with, you know, what it would be like for you um, to just be willing to flirt with the universe, whatever that's going to look like. So, again, what does flirting mean to you? And everything that you've made that uh, be, whether you've made it be super, super significant, can't do it, you know, doesn't work for me, can do it, that's all I ever do, and everything that is, I just ask that you destroy and uncreate at all times the godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. What is that crazy thing I just said? For those of you who are brand new, check out accessconsciousness.com. Um, I think it, no, it's not on there. It's on theclearingstatement.com. You can find the meaning of the crazy speak I just said. It's actually just to clear energy, to put it really simply. So, and what do you mean to flirting? What do you mean to flirting? Are you like the source of flirting? Are you the one that feeds the, soaks the fire, keeps it going, keeps the flirting on this planet alive? If you, if you get the sense that you have that kind of intense relationship with flirting, um, you might want to consider destroying and uncreating at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, why would you destroy and uncreate any of that? So what you're actually destroying and uncreating is anywhere that it's limiting you um, in any way that you're not allowing your life to grow uh, or expand because of anything that you bought in there um, as making it, sometimes when we make something super significant, we make it the only thing we can receive or be or do or have. So in that sense, it's a limitation. So again, what does flirting mean to you? And what do you mean to flirting? I challenge you on playing with those because I know, I know for sure that um, there's going to be stuff that comes up. And when I posted this on Facebook, I had one immediate reaction. Within five minutes, I had a fellow... I asked, are you willing to flirt with the universe? And one fellow said, no way, I'm not just being honest. And I thought, wasn't that interesting? So that was like one of the things that kind of sparked me and went, interesting. So some people really make it super, super big significance. So, and I, I didn't delve into it with them. I was just about to go live. So um, I really wonder what is it that makes um, that so hard for some people or where it's like I could never do that because it's just too oh it's like too intense so I would like you guys to play with the question of what does flirting mean to me and what do I mean to flirting as we go to break and when we come back I'm going to add a few more questions to that for you guys so explore that if you want to call in please do 613-800-8736 in Canada 815-880-8255 in America. You can Skype in a to zen.fm. You can join us in the chat room. 
Um, go to adazen.fm if you're not already in there and join us in the chat room and you can write some questions if you like. I'd love to have some interaction with you guys. So I'm going to head to break and when we come back, I'm going to ask some more questions about flirting in the universe. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions? Or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S., Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, And the topic today is, are you willing to flirt with the universe? Now, I get that there's a lot of um, stuff going on for people with flirting in general. Um, I did have a response when I posted this on Facebook, and it was like, wow, so some people are really like not interested in flirting at all. It, it means something to them. And once you're aware of what it means to you, once you clear the meaning of it to you, you can actually begin to choose it. Not that you have to choose it. It's the willingness to be or do or choose whatever is required uh, for you to, say, create the life you desire, right? So what is that for you? It, you know, if flirting is super, super significant to you, I have to flirt or I'll never get the person to fall in love with me, blah, 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 whatever that is. Um, you know, what if that's not true? So what if flirting really like sometimes people put a lot of effort into flirting and it becomes like um, something they think about a lot. It becomes more of a brain activity rather than a being activity. Um, not that being is an activity, 
but we'll just refer to it as the beings activity for now, just for fun, because I want to have a reference for that. So um, what if flirting is actually your natural way of being? So like I was saying earlier, like babies, you know, they're just like this, you smile, they smile, your world, you know, your barriers go down. If you're not, you know, a total sociopath, you're probably like, hey, cool, that person just smiled at me. And for whatever reason, it seems to be easier with uh, small children, babies, and animals, <laughs> because we don't have the point of view that it's going to lead to something or have to lead to something. Or, uh, you know, if I smile and they smile back, oh, my God, they're going to think I'm in love with them, blah, blah, blah. It's cute, but it you don't have to... Uh, owe anybody anything if you flirt with them. You don't have to, you know, if you flirt with them and they're flirting back, that doesn't mean it's going to lead to copulation. It could just mean you're flirting, right? So if you're flirting with the universe, if you're willing to flirt with the universe, first you've got to be willing to flirt, which means you've got to be willing to be that energy where your barriers are down and you're willing to receive anything, including the yeses and nos. You've got to be willing to be that. And then have no point of view about it to take it to the universe and go, hey, universe, so, haven't talked to you in a long time, thinking you're looking pretty good tonight. How you doing, universe? So, how you doing, universe? What's going on? You know, we often ask things of the universe like, hey, universe, I really need this. I really need that. You know, if I was in a relationship with somebody and all they ever told me was what they needed instead of, like, have a conversation about something or you know, say, uh, how are you, uh, I'd be pretty annoyed, right? So for all of us who have just been making demands and commands and requests of the universe and not really ever just sitting going, hey, how's it going? What contribution can I be to you? Um, you know, I really, I kind of have a little crush on you, universe, just wanted to let you know, thinking that you're one of my favorite energies on the planet in the universe, universe. <laughs> so you know, if we're actually willing to have, um, in a way, flirtation with the universe, then it, then we're willing to, in a way, I guess, how can I describe this? If you're willing to flirt with the universe, then you're willing to receive everything the universe has to offer. Just like if you're willing to flirt with a baby, you're willing to receive all the energies that baby has to offer with no point of view. You're not like, hey... You know, some people do have the point of view, oh, that baby loves me, oh, that baby hates me. Well, if you can just come at it as, you know, um, kindness, smiles, giggles, tickles, whatever, and it all is no point of view in the end, like that baby loves me or that baby doesn't love me, it's just, hey, that is an energy, cool. Um, that can be way more of a contribution than making something of it. So if you're willing to, uh, like I was saying earlier, flirt with animals, flirt with babies, flirt with something that is not, that you don't have meaning on it, like you're not going to make it a big deal if they don't flirt back because maybe they're half asleep or they're just not interested in flirting back with you or whatever it happens to be, you know, maybe it's an animal that's been trained to not pay attention to people, so it doesn't, um, although there's ways around that too, but if you're really truly willing to uh, flirt with uh, one thing, you can take that energy and bring it that same kind of energy to the universe and just see what that would be like for you. So let's get that scenario, that energy going like, just same thing like, hi, oh, look at you, um, you know, it's like a beautiful baby, and you're like, oh, you're so beautiful. 
that's so cool that you chose to be in this embodiment in this lifetime. You're so cool. It's so cool to see you. I'm so, like, lucky to be looking at you right now. You know, we take that same energy uh, to the universe and be like, universe, oh, my God, it's so cool to be with you. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful to be part of this, part of everything, and, and like, thank you for allowing me to be part of this. You know, I... Yeah, I think there's so many ways that we can be having conversations with um, the universe that would create more for us than, than we'd even considered before. You know, putting a smile on, um, you know, having a little coy smile, having a little like wink at the universe. You know, everybody's going to start winking at the universe now, which is awesome. <laughs> what if the universe could use a little of that right now? It's definitely going to gift to us whatever we're willing to receive. So if you're not willing to receive the flirting or you're not willing to receive the joy, the playfulness, the, you know, giddiness, like if you're not willing to receive any of that that comes along with flirting, um, if you're not willing to, to give that to you in the universe, if you're not willing to be that, it, I don't know. What do you think? Is it going to be easy for the universe to give that to you? I'm thinking maybe not. <laughs> so just my point of view, but you play around with it and see if that's true for you or not true for you. So I really want to know, too, are you willing to be an invitation? Because being a flirt is the willingness to be this invitation, um, to in, being an invitation for people to be um, around you, to be in your life, to just be, to be who they are. So flirting can be this invitation for people to be be more present, be who they be, all of that stuff. So um, I found that, you know, flirting can actually be something that can be quite life-changing for people, whether it's learning how to flirt for themselves, so essentially being themselves and being willing to be public, say in public spaces and places, and be themselves uh, with people where, you know, it could lead to a relationship. It might not lead to a relationship. It might lead to a friendship or not. It might be for five seconds to bring a little um, happiness into their life just so that they feel like, wow, somebody just feels like I'm attractive. Essentially, when you flirt with somebody, they feel attractive. The kind of the energy behind flirting is, hey, I find you attractive. You know, it's not usually I'm flirting with you. I don't find you attractive. That's that feeling of um, feeling like you you are um, beauty. You are walking beauty. You are attractive. So flirting with people can literally change their lives in a way that they start to feel um, more expansive. They feel more confident. They feel like they're included. They feel like they matter. They feel like they're part of something bigger you know, flirting can be such a gift. So for um, those of you who have been avoiding flirting, I also wonder, have you actually been avoiding being the gift that you be? And or have you been avoiding, you know, bringing, um, like being the facilitator of that for others? Because sometimes when you're avoiding certain things, you're actually really magical at them. And sometimes when you're pushing an energy a lot, um, you're trying to prove that you are something. You already are pretty much probably that energy. It's that you just don't know it for real for you. So 
if you found that you've been pushing the flirting, like, yes, I'm going to be an awesome flirt, and I must flirt, and I've got to make it funny, and I've got to make it good. When you're making it super significant like that, um, and you're trying to prove you exist, it's got a different energy behind it than when you're just being, like, totally you, um, whatever that looks like in that moment, um, present, barriers down, seeing the beauty in the other person. Um, whether you verbalize it or whether you just be this energy, you know, sometimes looking at people um, can be that. Sometimes just giving the energy, you know, because you don't have to look at them necessarily because you can be blind and flirt. Um, so, I've, oh, interesting. I think we have a caller. Um, are we taking the caller? I don't know what we're doing. So, yes, we can actually take the caller. Okay, we're going to find out. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I, I would like to see more people, you know, as I'm walking around in the world, I'd love to see more people who are willing to, uh, you know, flirt it up more. So on this next break, which we're going to head to in a second, um, you know, I challenge you guys, look in the mirror, maybe uh, look on your computer at a picture of you and flirt with you. How fun would it be to start there to flirt with you, flirt with something that's easy for you to flirt with, a kid in your house, an animal in your house, and and get uh, get that flirting energy starting to rock and roll. So we are going to head to break now, and when we come back, uh, I think we have a caller, um, maybe, and then we're going to wrap up this show on flirting and uh, do a little practice, a little more practicing with the universe on flirting and being willing to be a contribution to uh, everyone and everything when we come back from break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. 
To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and tonight our topic is, are you willing Are you willing to flirt with the universe? So if you are, awesome. If you already have in your life, how cool are you? Because I literally just kind of thought of this recently, being able to flirt with the universe. Um, I would like to welcome our caller, Tom. Hi, Tom. Hi there. It's great to be on the air. Hi. So um, what had you decide to call in for this topic? Are you willing to flirt with the universe? Is it something you've done before? Is it something that is like a new concept to you? Well, I am familiar with the concept. And one thing that really stood out for me that really resonated, and you're just so eloquent in the way you presented it, is I actually found myself in a similar conversation with the universe earlier today. And like you said earlier, just the willingness to show up and actually have that space and engage the universe in an actual conversation was the invitation to more versus being, hi, universe, I'd like to talk to you about this. It's like, well, it's it's nice out. Let's go on a walk. It's like, no, universe, we're going to talk about this. It's like, but let's go this direction. Instead. It's like, no, universe, we're going to talk about this. And it's like, I don't want to hang out with this guy anymore versus like, okay, universe, let's go. Let's go on this walk. Let's play on this. And then what leads from flirting to eventually is the fun, exciting, scary part of, uh, oh, my goodness, I have the universe in my bed now. Like, you, like what then? You finally <laughs> created it. In my bedroom. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. That's really big, universe. I had no idea. So, I'm thinking the universe would be stacked pretty high in all areas just, or whatever, like whatever is attractive, right? You're not going to have it. The universe is, is definitely going to be a turn-on for you in the bedroom. It's not going to be something that turns you off, I would think. Well, and that's the fun thing, too, is involving that that space, like you talk about on your show week to week, that, that space of creation, that sexual energy that lights up our bodies and invites the universe to play in there as well. So, you know, whether it's in an actual bedroom, but like you said, just being that energy and that willingness to be out there and be seen flirting with that space versus am I going to go into a wrongness because I acknowledge that energy when perhaps I shouldn't and things like that. So I really do hope this makes sense. And I just want to thank you for showing up and just sharing these amazing gifts and um, awarenesses with everyone else who tunes into this. And I'm so honored to be on the air. Well, thank you, Tom, for calling in. That's awesome. And um I'm so glad you've been having conversations with the universe because it can be such an amazing contribution rather than doing the angry F you universe, you're not giving me what I'm asking for. Um, the universe is like you were saying, like, come on, let's go for a walk. I'd like to I'd like to hang out with you and we're all like, No, give me what I want. Yeah, you know? it's sort of like the universe has this by your hand and then all of a sudden we're like, Hey look, there's a dog poop just right over here and it's like the universe is like oh that's great but can you stop poking it with a stick and let's just keep walking let's just choose more and let's see where this path goes and takes us and you can have everything and I found once I just sort of got over the the shit on the side of the path and just started choosing more and being in that flow with the universe everything just unlocked more so when I had the sense to 
hear about what you were talking about this week, it just resonated so much just because so much has opened up more. So I just thank you for acknowledging what's bouncing around there. And uh, I'm so glad I could uh, come on and, and share that with you. Awesome. I'm so glad for your contribution. I always love having callers. It's awesome. It certainly makes it more fun than talking to myself. Kind of like, you know, having a conversation with the universe is way more fun than just talking to myself. I think that's where a lot of people kind of get uh, funny about it. It's like they, they don't, maybe they're not aware that the universe is actually listening. The universe is contributing. The universe is communicating. Um, so if you're, if you're willing to have a communication with the universe, guess what? The universe is actually listening. It's that you just got to be willing to start somewhere. Start with the listening. Start with the communicating. Whatever it happens to be, but it's like if you're like, well, the universe doesn't listen to me anyway, and so then you've shut off that line. You've Basically, you've shut off the relationship and when I don't want that relationship because that, you know, the universe is speaking Japanese and I don't speak Japanese. I only speak English. Um, the universe does not care what language you're speaking. It's an energy. And really, like, exploring how we can have a better relationship um, with ourselves, with the universe, um, and how that can really be way more fun than maybe what we've been doing until now. <laughs> it's just, yeah, exactly. Like, screw you, universe. Give me what I want. I made my vision yeah. board. Now give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And... and- that's exactly right. Like a lot of times we try to force certain things into existence, but every now and then it's just nice to just be like, you know what? I trust we'll get there. I, I am in total flow with it all and just sort of be a co-pilot of it and just crank the tunes. It, the universe is in the driving seat. And as long as it's fun and exhilarating and light and it's just an ongoing adventure and it's so much more rewarding versus you know, when you're around someone who's such a negative Nancy, it's like, look, I'm willing to hang out with you and be around you and choose to do other stuff, but if you're just going to keep poking that with a stick, I'm just going to leave here. I'm just going to keep walking without you. So it's just, it's a lot funner to play with. Totally. We've got 15 seconds till the show's over. I want to thank you for calling in, and I want to remind everybody that this show is live every Monday, pretty much, unless I'm not. (laughs) Live every Monday at 8 p.m. EST. Otherwise, you can find archives uh, all over the place. You can find them on iTunes, and uh, you can also find them through Facebook. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then... Have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.